Welcome to another episode of Live from the Secret Stash. I am one of three hosts, Christian Cordes, joined always by... I'm Michael Zapsik, and sitting to my right, the ever-lovely and effervescent... Julia Zapsik. There she is. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Morning, morning Every, Christian. Everybody seems in a good, good mood today. Today's good vibes. Yeah. I think it's because we're just coming off of that amazing-ass festival. Oh, my god! That was a fun festival. That yeah. was, yeah. It was so much fun. I mean, we were there opening night, which was spectacular. Um, and uh, I hope, I think I was the loudest. Oh, hi. You can you hear me? Oh, yeah, okay. I can hear you. You're good. Um, I think I might have been the loudest you person. You were the loudest the person in there. For wrong reasons. Um, I think but I for did. the right reasons. I think I did hear you. From yes, the, yes. I, I heard her because I was All the way right down in the booth, ear, yeah. There was like little blood so trickling I was, from the side <laughs> of my ear. But I was like, the loudest and wrong reasons for the right reasons. But, you know, it was uh, just, it was, it was so lovely to have all the filmmakers that were able to make it into the store come in. Yes. We saw a ton of them. And it's funny because you could tell, like, you could, like, like after the first five or six, Everybody that came in, I'll, like like we were having like like I bet you that's a filmmaker. I bet you that's a filmmaker. The way that they were looking around the store at all the props and things and talking to each other, <laughs> like, you could tell you know that they were in the that they, they were in the, that creative zone. Basic, basically, this and cabinet was, got the most attention it's it gotten. It was no, so much around, fun to talk to them. It was like, so exciting. When yeah. I hit it big. Oh, I'm going to buy a comic book store. <laughs> I'm going to make it up just like this. And I want you to, I'm, I've gotten like five offers for, yeah, you're going to come over and work for me. I'm like, mm, <laughs> that's a hard, that's a hard pass, buddy. Yeah. No it offense, was, none taken. Yeah. But. No, it was just, it was great energy. And then watching everybody posting about it and having fun and, um, and you were saying this morning, cause you were there for the whole thing, obviously mm -hmm. just like the energy was consistently Good, you know, high and excited and 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 yeah. groovy the whole time. I'm just, I just think it's wonderful. A lot of things were high yeah. at the film festival. <laughs> so. Yeah, you're surrounded by artists. Yes. Of course, there were. Uh... And you know, you know, the the guy throwing the fest, the the bash himself is, you know, perpetually high. So yeah. oh yeah, yeah. good point. It's awesome. You know, what's really funny sometimes because he he's he's said this. He's got the apartment above the theater. Mm -hmm. Friggin' the smoke will trickle down into the booth. Of course it so will. So sometimes I'll be sitting there and I'm like, hey, this movie's exceptionally good. <laughs> I, this popcorn's exceptionally good. Yeah, this is not bad. <laughs> I like this. This is like this. my 15th tub. This is awesome. <laughs> oh, so, my yeah, God. I, um, actually, it's really funny because uh, that happens all the time now because it's legal in, uh, or it's not illegal to smoke, even on the streets of Red Bank. And mm -hmm. I, I walk through like big puffs of smoke. I'm like, whoa. Like, <laughs> I can't escape. It. Something's in the air. Yeah. I know. A actually, we were driving home and we were going through Little Silver, which is a little more like on the Tony side of neighborhoods, right, in this area. Um, you know, you can't be, 
you can't be scrambling for scratch to pay the rent every month. They're all there. in goblin mode over there. But yeah, <laughs> yes, they are. Gotcha on that one. Folks. But uh, but we so we're driving like along a main road, and all of a sudden, Michael and I look at each other. And we're like, "Holy shit! We just drove through like a like a like a corridor. Everyone must be in the house, just like, like you, holy. You, shit. you drove through the smoke coming zone. out of the chimney. Is not oak wood. It's not hardwood, man. Here Most comes Santa Claus. Here comes Santa Claus. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> it's like, yes, reindeer can fly. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> that is so funny. I love that. I know. Oh, wait, we got a comment here from uh, Bill Lyons. Hated having to miss submitting for the first year, but we'll take the win of Kev giving his seal on the title. Bill, do not worry because it was announced on the last day we are doing this again. Uh, we will be doing the Smog Castle Film Festival next year. So do not fret, man. Enter something in next year. I will be too. I told Ernie I was. I'm not working next year because I'm going to sweep all the awards. Good for you. <laughs> That's the attitude, yeah. man. That is the attitude. It's not arrogance if you win them. No. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just. That's great. I, I'm trying my damnedest. So. Were there some? Uh, I mean, like I said, Michael and I were able to make it there the first night, and uh, but I know it went. What was it? Four four days? It was four days, right? Wednesday, Thursday, five. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It was five days. Yes. Um. So are there any? Like, were there any particularly like interesting, funny, sweet? moments i mean i'm sure that there were a ton um, every day but anything that stood out in your mind i know you weren't necessarily you were kind of working so maybe you didn't see there were a couple of like on. really good particular films see so i helped pick the animated ones oh okay. so i didn't really get but here's the problem i didn't get to watch them in theater one a lot of them were playing in like the other gotcha. side theaters yeah but Hearing, uh, hearing audience cheering after like every movie is always fun because that's it's nice. like, oh, those are the that's the people who made it, yeah. like, and they're having a ball sitting there being like, my movie's on the big <laughs> This is cool. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, that's great. I I love that because every time I would hear that, it was like someone's having the best day of their life. And like I was just like, oh, this is great. But then when I didn't hear it, I was like, uh oh, crickets. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, there was a, there was a couple of times where I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh god, those poor people. <laughs> I, f I felt very bad. But then I got to meet uh, two of the creators of the animated shorts I helped pick, oh. and and hit it off really well with them to the point that I actually might be voicing a character on one of their cartoons coming that up. That is awesome. And you, you're a perfect voice actor for that. Well, so. I appreciate that. I told them my only requirement was like, I just, I just want to voice a curmudgeon-y old man. And they were like, perfect. So at some I point in the future... I'm trying to think. I can't hear you being curmudgeonly old. Well, man. kind of like in like an old timey, just kind of bullshit old man voice. <laughs> just kind of walking around, crutching a cane. Folks, just let us know in the comments. <laughs> Close your eyes. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was, it was so much fun. Yeah. I... Like, I loved the vibe, but then the last day, I was not working in the theater. I moved over to the Smog Castle and worked the panels that we had. Oh, we yes. Had, How did they come off? We, those were amazing. Really great? We That's had good. three incredible panels, which are free to watch on the Smog Castle Cinemas page, as well as the old Smog Castle's Facebook page. Uh, so insightful. So interesting. The and first this was this was Kevin moderating actual yes. the the the, the, um, the filmmakers the the sponsors. So, so it was the the first one was the founder of the transgender film uh, center, mm -hmm. and it was how they're trying to help people uh, in the transgender community get their films off the ground by providing grants and support. Cool. And that was really freaking cool to listen to how that process goes. Sounds like starting a nonprofit 
sucks, but it's very well worth it. Uh, yeah, starting a nonprofit does suck, but it, you know, done she well, knows. done well, and for the right reasons, it, it is it is well worth it. So Jules was in the nonprofit universe for. 20, going on, yeah, yeah 20, 20, years. 20 plus years. Good yeah. Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then they just gave a tip. They were like, you know what? If you make the lawyers do it, it's not as bad. <laughs> uh, Which I was like, you know what? That sounds valid. Um, <laughs> so then the next one was uh, decentralized pictures. And it was this huh. guy, Michael uh, Mus- Musada. I'm probably butchering the last name. But he uh, he was talking about how he's helping films get funded through like blockchain and stuff like that and it's very difficult to explain but when you watch the panel it makes way more sense but what was really cool about that one was that we had roman coppola fucking zoom in and talk about the 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 company as well and what's crazy about that is Roman Coppola directed one of my dad's music videos. It was like his oh, no third kidding. directing gig. Oh, wow. Yeah. Huh. No nepotism there or anything, right? No. No, no, no. You kidding. I love nepotism because if it weren't for nepotism, I wouldn't have been in Clerks 3. So, no, that's yeah, fair. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Hey, there yeah, we go. Exactly. Yeah, nepotism are. for the win. Yeah, nepotism works. And uh, so, Roman is, uh, actually, whose son is he? That's not well, Francis Ford. It's Francis's son. Yeah, Francis Ford Coppola. So it's Sophia's brother. Yep. So Sophia's brother, who Sophia, I mean, I absolutely adore her um, her directing chops. Don't act anymore. Just direct, please. Because <laughs> um, Godfather Three, and it's not your fault. We're not gonna talk about it. We're we're trying to praise the family. We're not gonna I bring am, up Godfather Three. The, I'm praising the family for God's sake. You kidding? Francis Ford Coppola is he let George Lucas bankrupt him? Yeah. <laughs> for for TH, it's THX 1136. That bankrupted him. And if it weren't for that, we would never have gotten Godfather. True, but then we would also, but then Lucas redeemed himself and then gave us. Uh, Star Wars. No, not Star actually, Wars. American Graffiti. American Graffiti. Yeah. So yeah. hold on, hold on. Wait a second. So the bankruptcy actually forced Coppola into a situation where he made the Godfather? I'm, yeah, he, he was. He yeah. was their very first um, choice as director. Okay. And he said, no, I'm not doing this. This is No one wants to see a period piece because mm-hmm. it was a period piece. And mm-hmm. it was uh, early 70s. It's like 1940s. Who gives a shit about the 1940s? Oh, so he and turned down the project. He turned it down completely. He turned ah. it down flat. And then George Lucas, who was his friend, um, he produced his THX 1136. One, 1138. THX one one three eight sci fi movie sci fi movie with Donald Pleasance. Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, it was hearing very about white that. and blue and very stark and it's, it was it's it's a especially when you see that and then it's the guy that made Star Wars. There's just a very stark difference. Yes, it well, but you have to understand that Lucas always wanted to to have those like long monologue scenes. Oh yeah, it was more debate than anything else. It was very Star Trek. Rather than Star Wars, mm-hmm. but you know, hell of a, he, and he's admitted this hell of a director. Mm, the writing needs work. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it's, he's he's very very cosmic C span. So I'm just gonna to try that. to. So link he, all right, here so we go. Coppola. So Coppola funds his film. THX. Yes. Boom. Nothing. Just it sucks. Big ass. Yeah. It, Boom. Okay. Uh, at the box box office, it flops big time. Mm. And. Uh, 
it it kind of puts Coppola on the ropes. Mm -hmm. Zoetrope films? <laughs> American Zoetrope. American Zoetrope. Um, so he, to make ends meet, he had to take the Godfather gig, and the rest is history. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So, because oh, wow. Mario Puzo, when he wrote The Godfather, mm -hmm. uh, he actually came in and did the screenplay, too, which almost never happens. Interesting. And he kept okay. it very true to the... Um, so are you channeling your your uh, George Lucas here with this going on? Uh, <laughs> so just a little spoiler here for everyone who has um, missed the <laughs> Zap Beard. The Zap Beard back. is making, is making a return. Back. Yeah, it's coming it. back. Yep, it's coming back. Yes. Welcome back. Thank you. And we have a couple of questions. Um, sucks, if you want to go up. Sucks big ass phrase of the day. Sure, why not? Yeah, sure thing, Justin. <laughs> Uh, que ass. Question. Uh, oh, Jennifer Kaminsky. One? Jennifer Kaminsky. Up a little bit. Oh, up there. A little bit. No, up a little bit. Where up we go? Where we go? Where we go? There you go. Oh, there we go. Any holiday events for the stash in December? I'm going to let you take this one, Lovey. Uh, thanks. Um, holiday hmm. events. So we're not going to have our traditional, like, uh, holiday event that we, that we did last year because Kevin and Jay are going to be in on Monday. And the store will be closed, by the way. Um, you Stores can go closed online. on Monday. Stores closed on Monday because w there'll be a big blowout. Uh, well, the stash has got three two-hour segments. Our neighbors, Pop Freak, will be alternating with us for three two-hour segments on whatnot. So there'll be a live auction going on with a bunch of Buy It Now items. Kevin and Jay are going to be hosting all three segments beginning at 10 o'clock in the morning. So from 10 to 12 is the first segment, and it'll be here at the stash. And uh, it's really exciting. I know Kevin and Jay have done whatnot before. I believe that they've been guests on some other whatnot streams. Um, it's uh, but it's it's you know it's going to be six hours, and it, it's well, actually, I think. It's Twelve we, hours. Well, twelve hours total, but six hours the for twelve the stash. hours of Christmas for twelve hours of Christmas for. I'm trying to do my Kevin. So twelve, voice. twelve, twelve hours. Twelve, of twelve Christmas, on kids. you know twelve hours on twelve, twelve basically. Twelve, twelve, twelve. Ten o'clock in the morning to ten o'clock at night. Like I said, it'll be stash for two hours, pop freak for two hours, back to the stash. So we'll be ping ponging back and forth. But really, I mean, we have spent time combing through the basement. We're looking for you know like the last one Actually, of something. We've or got vintage stuff. We've that's got vintage one of a kind when we moved over here there was there were like many boxes that you had like, whole ass storage units yeah, yeah. Well, we had and there's going to be stuff that i've collected and have been holding on to for a very special occasion mm -hmm. this is that special occasion yes yeah. so. we've got tons of really interesting wall books um you know kevin and jay will be doing some signing yep. um you'll have an opportunity to um to buy items that we have in the store that you may not have seen before um and kevin and jay will go into a little bit about you know why these items are important we're so doing just, some giveaways too we're doing giveaways uh, and there'll a be a, there'll be a specially produced um comic book e2 yes. just for the event that folks could get so it's going to be a blast I mean, you know, it's it's Kevin and Jay. Uh, even if, I mean, we hope people tune in and find some good stuff. I mean, you're Christmas shopping. Um, you're going to be able to make some deals. But just to see the two of them having a blast all day long in the stash is uh, is worth is worth you logging on and following yeah. uh, Jay and Silent Bob stash, right? On Jay and Silent Bob stash. Jay and yep. Silent Bob stash on whatnot. So that'll be a lot of fun. So that is going to be our Christmas blowout extravaganza. Yeah, and year. we've yeah. got some stuff coming up in January. So, Jen, you might want to get rally the troops a little bit later on because uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to tease this because I haven't finalized it, but um, we're going to have a, a signing with a very special friend. Ooh. Yeah. Mm. 
More to be revealed. More to be revealed. I know there has to be some. There has to be some holiday magic, right? So <laughs> I don't holiday, know if he's a of you. holiday, holiday <laughs> anticipation. So, uh, so I like yeah. how Mike's just like he's my friend. I don't know about yours. Yeah, I don't know about you, Mike. There's a question for you here, man. Sure. Going to a con on Friday, Mike Altry. I'm going as Joel oh, hey, from from uh, MST3K. Uh, MST3K. Sorry, I always I always see it and then I'm like, what? And you want to know my thoughts on which bots you you should take? Servo is easier to carry, but Crow is more impressive. Huh. I've always felt, it's a great question. I've always felt that, you know, between Mike and Joel, uh, Mike was more of Crow's um, bitch. Uh, Can I say that? (laughs) Yeah. And Servo and Joel had like that. What's up, Jack? Hey, Jack. Morning, Jack. So, um, and um, I I would take Servo because I, Crow, is is really cool, but it's Servo, man. He's pretty damn impressive too. Hey, Matt. So, hello, Matt. Good morning. So, uh, you can't go wrong. You, whichever cho- whichever one you choose. But I've always felt that Tom Servo was more of a Joel, <laughs> um, like like Joel and he were bonded, and whereas mm-hmm. Mike Nelson and uh, Crow T Robot were like joined at the hip. Okay. Well, there you go, man. Ooh. Or take Gypsy and just. Fuck everybody. <laughs> Jen, uh, have any have any more Silent Bob hoodies in a small or a medium? Any more um, Silent Bob hoodies? Silent Bob hoodies. Silent Bob hoodies. I have, I have uh, Bob Hawks hoodies in a small, Jen. If that's Bob, what you're well, you mean for. you mean the jerseys? Well, no, I have no. the Bob Hawks uh, hoodie. Oh, oh yes, we do. <laughs> yes, we do. The the very last one. Jen, call the store. Is that Jen Kaminsky? That's yeah. Jen Kaminsky. She's going to make me update my list now. She's going to come in and buy it before we put it up on the whatnot. Just kidding, Jen. Call the store. <laughs> if you and want a small, we got it. Jen, call the store, and I'll even tell you who we're going to have. So here's <laughs> so what you want to know something kind of crazy that happened at the film festival that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, that was fun for me. Bob, I, I, I met Bob Hawk. I finally got to meet him. No. Oh, yes, you did. We but, saw him, but not at the film festival. Didn't he come into the Clerks 3 showing over at... He did. Uh, that, yes, yes, yes. You pointed him out to me. Yes. That's cool. So he was at the film festival too? Oh, he was. He oh, was, that's He great. was at the award show. And so was Kevin's mom. Oh, Grace was oh. here. Grace yeah, was she here. Was. Grace great. was here. I didn't get to see Grace this time. So, I love Grace. I, She's amazing. I do too. So fun fact, before I met Kevin, uh, I met Grace. So when, when, uh, when he was at the mall where, he ha- where I happened to be as well, I went up and his mom was there with him and she saw that I was like shaking from how nervous I was. She's like, are you all right? I was like, I'm just nervous. She's like, oh, don't be. My son's a nice guy. <laughs> and I was, Kevin was doing a mall signing? No, no, hell? no. He was just, he was there with his mom gotcha, and went live and then swarmed. And I'm sorry, gotcha. I was part of the swarm. This was when I was part of, this was when I was swarm. super fam. But, but yeah, no, it was, it was just super funny. But Bob Hawk remembered me because we had communicated a little bit on Clerks 3, and I didn't think he would remember me, but he was like, oh, yeah, hair. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say, yeah, hair? Yeah, hair. And I was like, that's all right, that's hair. cool. I'm, I'm, I'm down to be known gotcha. by that. As, by that. Yeah, but awesome knowing guy, Bob Hawk, But knowing Bob Hawk was there was just super, super cool, and the story he told was, was really cool. Really long, but really cool. Uh, <laughs> wow. No, I, no, I felt so bad because Ernie was... Ernie brought Bob up to the side of the stage because he was going to present the best documentary mm-hmm. uh, winners. 
but Kevin told like a 20 minute story about meeting Bob Hawk and Bob's just standing there with Ernie on the side of the stage like yeah. you ready you gonna are we doing this <laughs> but, <laughs> but it was so good and it he, like just, crumpled to the floor he's like oh. <laughs> at one point he was taking a nap on Ernie's shoulder yeah it'll happen well we did that with uh Stanley Stanley did the same thing at the back poker table for a comic book man oh my god and I know he he had like uh sharpie Pressed up against his face. Wake up, wake up. He's got like Sharpie all up and down his face. We're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> One of my favorite clips. Uh, so when I was putting the stash show together that I found of comic book men is you guys around the, the fake counter and Stan sitting on it and yeah. you all are listening to him tell stories. I'm watching that clip and I'm like, this is the most genuine moment in this show probably where like people, these are, this is actually them. They're all kids right now. This was, that's exactly, <laughs> the, I swear to God. And I, I say, I call him, a, when I say the fucker hopped up, I mean, Stan, I mean that in the most sincere, sincere loving. and loving way. The fucker jumped up on the counter, 92 years old, you couldn't get Johnson to to get his to do uh, that. No, there's absolutely no way. None of us could do that. Maybe Ming with his, you know, downward dog or whatever the fuck that is. But um, no, no, he just hopped up there, spun around, and his ass was like, was like, I was impressed. I'm like, holy fuck! How did you do that? I'm singing yeah. in the rain. Yeah, that, that, he, that, that was the Lambo leap. I'm like, wow, that is um, that is incredibly impressive. That's so, dope. He did a Lambo leap, honey. That so. is cool. That's that one of the, cool. like, you have people that you, like, wish you got to meet. That's, like, one of those people where it's like, fuck. Stan dude. is, you know who I wanted, we were just talking about this the other night, and uh, um, I would have loved to have met, and I've said this before, Chadwick Boseman. He was, like, the one guy from the MCU. I mean, it'd be nice to meet everybody else, like Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. And yeah. Hemsworth, but... There's something so regal about the dude. He was, and yeah, and to find out that that's not, he doesn't even have that accent. Because I, I, I would have been, like, really disappointed if he, come, he comes up, hey, how you doing? Nice to meet you. I'm like, that's f- not your actual. No, where, where the, where is your, your Wakandan accent? My king. Wakanda's not a real on? place, Mike. It is in my heart, damn yeah, it. Not that we know It's of. right here, buddy, right of. here. Um, but uh, we were just talking about this today, about. Coulter. Mike Coulter. Mike Coulter. No, we, we oh, met him. Well, uh, well actually, uh, it was Mike Coulter was one of the very few because when Comic Book Man was running, I mean, we had small kids. We were trying to get back into the house after oh Sandy. God. I was working full time. I mean, I wasn't on the set very much, but there were a couple people that, uh, you know, when I heard they were going to be on, I'm like, okay, I got to use some time. Mm-hmm. I got to request some time off and go just say hello. Mike Coulter. Mike, Mike Coulter <laughs> was one. Peter Mayhew was another. Yeah. I didn't, I couldn't come to for Stanley. I would have loved to do that. But I was saying to Michael, we're watching, um, you know, the, the good wife, it's a, it's a TV show, but he figures prominently in it, um, as one of the characters and I'd never seen him in anything, but, um, Luke Cage, but Luke Cage. Um, and, uh, so I was, I, I said to Michael this morning, I'm like, it's so cool to see him, you know, in a different kind of role and to see like his full range. I don't know that he's, I don't, I haven't, is he still like, yes, he's still acting, still out there. He's on this amazing show called evil. Really? Oh my god! And does he play? Because he plays like a, he plays a bad guy. No, he plays a good guy. He plays does a, he? He well, plays a he plays like a, a priest who's questioning things because ooh. it's all about like supernatural evils and stuff like that. Oh, and I totally like the have realities to look at that, of it. Though. It's on Paramount Plus. 
Paramount Plus. Paramount that Plus. sounds do, about do right. Do we have yeah, access we to do. Paramount Plus? Yeah, okay, that's Paramount good. Plus. I would watch him after seeing like his like like this him in his one role as a superhero, maybe kind of an antihero in a way, um, and then seeing him in this. And I'm going to have to tune into that. He's just got a great range. I'm glad to hear that he's still out there because he's got a lot of talent. But yeah, I, yeah. So we were just talking about people that we got to meet, and he was he, he was just the nicest guy so like, genuine. Ju- and- just like you with kevin i was i was just standing there and i'm like i don't want to interrupt him I, and then all of a sudden i like see him walking down the street and he's like as impressive as he is on the screen you know how they can make people look taller and mm-hmm. broader he is i mean they don't have to do a damn thing for him he's he, you know he's, he's just he is exactly how you he's see him on screen as physically impressive as you are christian he is yeah that- i mean the man and the man ta- yeah, i mean smart. the man owns yeah. every Every molecule of space that he's that he's oh, in, and, yeah. and, a, and a wide berth around him. But he was just—I mean, he looked down and he had that smile, and I'm like, oh, okay. I'm that, totally fangirling yeah, on this you guy. You did fangirl. I, I was like, I did. Uh, ahem. I did. Ahem. Jules, <laughs> we got a question for you. Oh, okay. A follow-up from Mike Lamb from a few weeks ago. Oh. We we know you don't like time travel. Oh God, yes. Does this no. include the ghosts of Christmas past, present, and future in the Christmas Carol? Good question. Holy crap. Um, well, that actually, to me, is, I mean, it is and it isn't. So, like, the thing I don't like about time travel is trying to keep track of, like, what the fuck you can and can't do and who is, like, intersecting with who. I mean, these are just, like, ghosts that came back through, like, a portal, right? And they make their statement and then they fuck off, as Kevin likes to say, right? That is okay with me. I mean, like, okay. like, like the multiverse concept. Like, you can jump through a portal and go to a different universe. I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that. Um, to me, it's a little different than like, than like serious, like fucking then time travel. There's a difference stuff. between it's a like, Christmas Carol and Avengers Endgame. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah. To, to me, there is in my mind. Okay, there is. so the ghost, you can take him back. Thanks, in Mark time, Lamb. And he can't. You can't fuck with time. They can't do anything. They're a ghost. Exactly, yeah. exactly. He is, you he know. is a ghost as well. So, so yeah. I don't have to keep I don't have to keep track of the fucking butterfly effect and you know, he was yeah. like he he patted this person on the shoulder, therefore now we have to go back and retcon the whole I mean, you know, it's too much. Yeah. Yeah. It ba- it simplified time travel. Where it, is. it was like you can't do a damn thing. Exactly. Until you wake up. You yeah. piece of shit. You yeah, but you but you act bastard. in the you, but you act in the present, not like you know you don't you're not fucking with the past. No, or like no. yeah, no, yeah. That's like a big thing in that book. Is like Scrooge is only like watching memories happen, and that's why he's like changing. And he's shit. like, this is a possible future because he questions that. He's like, is this is this is this the things that will be or things that may be? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And motherfucker, everybody's gonna be dead. I mean, think oh, yeah. about that. It's Every, like, everyone's a gonna stone with like cracks and you know somebody pissed on it. You know, and you're like. All right. Yeah. Even though, even though, Mark, I can tell you that. I mean, I've seen, of course, I've seen Scrooge, and I've seen a couple versions of Scrooge. I don't mind it. I'm not. I don't know. It's like I know that I. I feel like I should love Christmas movies more, but I, I really don't. I love the animated Christmas stuff, but you know, like I said, A Wonderful Life. Never watched that. I, it's depressing to me. Um, and Scrooge also depressing to me. You said Scrooge. Were you talking or about Scrooge. the one with Albert Finney, like the the old seventies one? Yeah, which one's your favorite? Um, um, I've seen. Oh, I've I'm, seen that I'm one. I'm biased, Mike. You're, I've seen that one. Of course, it is the Muppets. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, I have, which which is which is one I have to watch. I probably would enjoy that, and I haven't seen that yet. I had to See, go back and watch that yet. I, now's the ideal time because yeah, yeah. uh, yeah, you won't true. be judged. If well, like, one, you if won't be judged. You're watching it in May. You're like. <laughs> 
I'm watching a Christmas Carol. People are like, what the? F- are you out of your fucking mind, guys? Too. I, I am so sorry, everybody. Too. I um. I no, had we're to, ganging up on I you. I had to schedule. I had to schedule a work-related conference call, and yeah, I this go. is important. So you guys are going to be able to. Uh, you guys, you guys are fine. You guys are going to be able to oh, pull it across this. the finish yeah. line, guys. How about this? I'll tell you one thing before okay. you go. Yes, go ahead. You like animated Christmas stuff. Yeah. Stuff like that. There's a new adaption of A Christmas Carol on Netflix that is purely animated, and it's Luke Evans as the voice of Ebenezer Scrooge. And it's hmm. actually pretty damn good. Luke Evans, who played, he played Bard in uh, The Hobbit, right? Is that, uh, is that him? And he, think, didn't he play I like a vampire? Him. Didn't he play I know him. Dracula? Hold yeah, on. Yes, now I have to something go like look. that. Now I have to go look. But, uh, yeah. but no, it was a pretty fun time. And I really? was like, okay, this is actually pretty cool. Was so, had by most? Yes, exactly. That's who it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Luke Evans, Bard. Oh, that guy, Hobbit yeah. And he was also, wasn't he? Uh, he was in some Gaston. vampire movie that was, was pretty good. Uh, yeah. He yeah. was in the live action Beauty and the Beast. And, and, and where can I catch that? On Netflix. Netflix, okay. It's number five in trending. Netflix, which is supposed to be opening up. Oh, yeah, he up was Dracula. Dracula, a huge, like, uh, the true story? Yeah, something like that. Um, he's the Netflix is supposed to be moving in down the street, right? Yes. Ooh. That's apparent. That's a maybe. All right. I hope so. so. I know. That is... That's one of the reasons I decided to stay in Jersey. Gotcha. Was, I like Scrooged. Scrooged was all right. I do like Scrooged. Yeah. I, mean, I like Back uh, off, big man. When I like with the ladies, but not with me. I liked uh, their version of Jacob Marley. How he was just like, just <laughs> almost like a full on skeleton. John Forsythe. Yeah. yeah. Comes back. He's like, yeah. Comes back in, in his golfing regalia. Yeah. What's your favorite Christmas Carol adaption? Yeah. Scrooged. Scrooged. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was. Um, you know, John Glover was in it. You had, oh my God, um, Robert Mitchum. Let's see. And that was that was Bill Murray's comeback movie, wasn't it? Like he took a break for a while, and then uh, like was it what eighty six, eighty seven, something like. I think yeah, it was. I think, I think it might have been actually in the nineties. I'm not sure. No, it was not the nineties. It was eighty six or eighty seven. I can tell you that. Eighty eight. Eighty eight. All right, then I was close. Yeah. But yeah, Alf, uh, Alfred Woodward. How, how do we say her name? Alfred. Yeah, that was close. Alfred, Alfred. Woodward. Uh, David Johansson. Bobcat Goldthwaite. Uh. Yeah, yeah. John Forsythe was awesome in it. Um, Karen Allen, who was my crush. My God, huge crush on Karen Allen. Who didn't? If you didn't, you're a horrible, horrible human being. <laughs> the entire. I think every one of the Murray brothers was in that movie. Really? Yeah. Take a look. If you go back, yes, there you are. Joe, Joe Murray, Murray, Bill Murray, yep, Brian, Mur- wow, John, John Murphy. Murray. He played John Murray. That was his. That was his. Um, these guys, these two brothers, were uh, at the. They were playing the Trivial Pursuit. Wow, wait, Buddy Hackett. Oh, Buddy Hackett buddy is Hackett in that in, movie. Yeah, he was Scrooge. <gasps> in the the TV. Yeah, in the TV. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Robert Goulet. Lee, Ma- Lee Majors? Lee Majors, yeah, The Day the Reindeer yep. Died. Because they had the, the action, yeah, the Santa and action I wanna movie. And I want to see The Day the Reindeer. You've been a good boy this year, Lee. You've oh been my. a real good boy. Oh, my God. Yeah, that, I mean, that deserves another watching, too. So we were talking about uh, watching 40-Year-Old Virgin again because uh, I, I just, every once in a while, I like to go back and re-watch a movie because yeah. it's fun. Uh, but we were talking about how these guys didn't fucking know. They've worked together for years and they at a Best Buy, ostensibly, and they didn't know each other. And fucking 
it's it's in Steve Carell. His character is talking to uh, Seth. Oh my God, I was Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. I was going to say Seth Meyers' character. I'm like, <laughs> Seth Meyers wasn't in the movie. That's a very Seth, different exactly. version of forty-year-old version. Oh my God, that would have been a horrible. Version. Um, no, Seth Meyers, I'm sure, is a, a perfectly cromulent man. Yeah. Um, but they're talking to each other, and he's like, you know, making the uh, the spinning move, the Russian roulette, where he's talking about making egg salad, and. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it's just so awesome then they get to know each other which is like and they're insane. like oh yeah we we should probably get to know each other yeah. oh my god ed weird I, I i relate i had to step out of the theater during the chest waxing i was laughing so hard i couldn't breathe uh, for you me, know why that's so funny because it was real because it was real yeah. the person that they hired didn't know how to do it she yeah. just wanted the gig I know. So, uh, the, uh, so they, and his nipples were bleeding, which ow, it sucks. Oh, oh man, God, oh. like it, like, and, and my favorite thing about that scene isn't Steve Carell's reactions per se; it's everyone else around him. Yes, like, yeah. like Paul Rudd and and Seth <laughs> Seth Rogen going like, oh my God, just re, like honest reaction. The thing I kept rewinding on because Kelly Clarkson now was the um the you know how I know you're gay. Uh, the back and forth. Oh my god! That was so fucking funny. <laughs> that er- that whole era you of ma- comedy movies. You macrameed a pair of jean shorts. <laughs> that was great. I feel like this is one of three calls where you're like, I'm taking a break from dating. Uh, I think I might be into guys, and you know, I'm I'm full on gay. So. Oh my god! Someone um, had a question or two for you earlier. I'm just trying to find it. Uh, I think the oh, fit, fit and favorite Disney Finny? Christmas movie. All right. No. Um, so we're um, let's let's tell them what's coming up. Let's oh yeah, tell let's these do that, folks. What's coming up? Uh, we should I start with Smog Castle F- Film Fest? Go to town, not Film not? Fest. Smog Castle Cinemas on uh, December tenth. People, get your tickets. We got double feature of Terrifier with a writer director. And I believe some of the cast is coming through, too. Oh, cool. If Art the Clown showed up, I might have to leave, though. You'll shit yourself. D- dude, have you seen him? Like, Fucking. Like, he's, like, he's genuinely, like, terrifying. Horrifying, of course. And well, Clowns in general are terrifying. I don't care who you are. Because underneath that makeup, we've been in, um, indoctr- well, not indoctrinated. We've been... Uh, close. Yeah, it's close to it. We've... Let's put it this way. John Wayne Gacy was a clown. So we know this. Yes, we know he was a clown and he was a serial killer. Yeah. So I'm staying away from clowns. Just, gonna, why just, the fuck would you fuck with a clown anyway? The the odds are not stacked in no. our favor. Like No. Never. <laughs> you got a clown. You're fucked. I, I'm, yeah, I'm flipping a coin as to whether or not do it's you, a murder. So do you remember when that whole, the the that clown craze was going on where clowns were just randomly showing up at places. Yeah, it was like oh, and especially in Jersey because yeah. there was there was a guy who would just like stand there and wave, and he had fucking balloons. He standing on the side of the road in New Jersey. I forget where it was, but you can go back and look in weird New Jersey. They probably have you know under like yeah. uh, police blotter or whatever it is. There's a dude, and it's not not even at like four o'clock in the afternoon. This is like. Two o'clock in the it, morning. Yeah. Where he's standing there with a balloon waving at people who drive by. I wrote a That's movie about it. Fucked up. I wrote a, I wrote then a Then let's whole, do it. That should be in... Uh, you, you want to know the title? 
Clown Pocalypse now. I love it. Clown Pocalypse. That is fantastic. <laughs> I oh have a God. whole story for it, man. I'll tell you after the show. How about Harlequin Horror? <laughs> oh, I like that. There you go. Oh man. That's uh wait, we were talking about we were talking about not we were talking about four year old virgin, that era of comedy. Oh, Knock, knocked up is one of uh, my favorite movies. That's a fucking great movie. that whole era it's, of comedy. Uh, movies. Jen Kaminsky, yes, Jen, yes. I'm. Uh, to be honest with you, you know what? I didn't like um, Catherine Heigl shitting all over it. Yeah, that was, that that, that kind of soured it for me. But I, you know, John Apatow and Kevin Kevin Smith, they have a you know a shared um, like, like humor sure. tooth. Yeah, can we call it a humor tooth? Yeah, I think we can. I just, yeah. Kevin pointed this out recently where it's like Judd Apatow kind of got big making Kevin Smith movies. That's true, yeah. And uh, uh, where, th there was another one over here that's right here. Is it just me or is Buster Poindexter in Scrooge basically Benicio Del Toro? No, um, Benicio Del Toro is just basically Buster mm. Poindexter because um, I got to say that he came first. You know, our man, um, yeah, Buster. Buster came first. Chrissy, you're evil. <laughs> Although I might mean? I might have to tell you a story. I joined in on that craze, wore an evil jester costume and walked around the town when the kids got out of high school and were walking through. That's just, you're asking to get beat up. like no, Or you're going to murder somebody. So, Chrissy, I, I, I can know. see you killing somebody. That wouldn't surprise me at all. If you had a crawl space full of corpses, that's not a judgment. It just, it we, just we, just if, we just knew. Yeah. We just knew. And if someone comes in I'm, and they're like, were you surprised that uh, Chrissy Wiseman was a, um, you know, a, a killer clown? I'd be like, no, no. She, there were some, we had some pretty big signs. Yeah. I did pull a great prank on my neighborhood, though. My old neighborhood. Uh, I woke up at, well, I did this before. I went to a local pharmacy. I bought 10 red balloons. Mm-hmm. And at three o'clock in the morning, I woke up and I tied a balloon to every sewer grate around my block. So when everybody woke up, I just looked at all the adults going to work who were freaking out and be like, who the fuck did this? And I only was able to do it because I knew for a fact no one on my block had security cameras outside. So I could do it. No one knows me. I grew up in the 70s and 80s, so I didn't have to worry about that shit. So, uh, oh, it was so good. I'm trying to, what the hell did I do that? Oh, well. Um, Surprise, Parkside. <laughs> I don't live there no more, so fuck them. Actually, my friend and I, um, we were... It was really funny. Uh, we pretended to fight on a bridge. Oh God! We're like on the middle in the middle of a bridge, and um, he picked me up and threw me over when a car went by. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> that was fucking awesome. See, that was. Great. I like pranks like that when they're like pre-planned, where it's like, "All right, you ready? Like, yeah. let's do it. All right, Mike, you're good. It's not too high. Perfect. <laughs> no, no, Toss they, me. They ah! Chucked me right over, and it was like. The guy, and then he jumped in the thing too. He's like, "All right, well, I'm out of here," and just like right over. <laughs> that dude sped out of there because he was like, "Did I just see someone get murdered? Did I just see somebody commit suicide too?" Oh my god! Um, He's like, "I killed my friend. I don't want to be here anymore." <laughs> Dude's like, "I'm uh, out. I'm fucking out." All right, dude, that yeah, that must. 
some guy's been in like therapy for years. Fucking, you pulled the prank yeah, on him. Yeah, because he's a fucking alcoholic now. He's like, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying I to just, blot that out of my brain. I'm just trying to go to work, and I saw these kids die. <laughs> <laughs> They're the sweetest boys ever. And meanwhile, he's watching the show, yeah. and somehow this, he comes he's across like, this motherfucker. He's like that son of a bitch. I'm going to kill Mike Zapsick. Yeah, he dresses up like a clown and just like walks down the street at 2 a.m. You know, not for nothing, that's actually kind of a cool movie idea where this dude who's like a victim of a prank thinks it was real but then finds out it's not and it's his revenge ploy. Oh, my God. Yeah, that would be great. Oh. Cop copyright, copyright Arcade Productions and yeah. Secret Stash Productions. Sorry. Sorry, guys. We're writing that bitch. Yeah. Oh, man. That's a good one. Do you all remember the movie Problem Child? The clown oh, room scene. I don't. I don't know that movie. I don't remember. Well, Problem Child was with um, John Ritter and uh, the kid who could have been Three's a Company guy. Yeah, Three's Company guy and could have been a fucking Weasley, whoever that is. And Lorraine Newman was in it, which was weird. And uh, Jack Warden. Hmm. So I don't remember that. I. It, you know what? That was at a really weird point in my life where I don't remember a lot. So hmm. I'm just gonna leave that there. Okay. So. Fair enough. Um, uh, Chrissy Wiseman is just pleading that she's not a serial killer. Okay. Uh, sure. Yeah. We, we believe yeah. you. Yeah, sure. Sure thing there. You got it, Chrissy. And Chrissy's like, make those as comics. Why That's not? not a bad idea for a comic book. Right, cool. Cool. Uh, we'll hmm. do it. All right. Like some kind of masquerade-esque. Gotcha. Yeah, I can see that. The, um, the oh, people. And put them up. Got to conduct business while doing the show, of course. I know. Uh, Mike, I see you got a pile of comics. I do, and guess what that means, folks? I think that that means uh, it's top five time. I believe so. Well, I I wish I could click on it because someone keeps deleting my top five thing out of here. Ooh. So I'll just, I think that this is this, this button still. Is it? Yes, it is. There we go. Top five! Top five! Here we go. Number one is actually Hexware. Number one. Uh, this is by Tim Seeley. And let's see who does the artwork. Scotto. Oh. Scotto Lavinia. Wait, what, um, what is it's that called cover? Hexware. It's actually pretty cool. Oh, my God. Um, so these are... Android is, witches? Yes. So this is an Android witch uh, in, in, the not, in the future that's coming. Or... A very near future. It's there are, um, yeah, everybody's got, everybody who, you know, is in the, you know, have, like mm -hmm. the top one percenters, uh, they all have androids to do, you know, stuff for them. Like Rosie the Robot on the Jetsons. Mm -hmm. Great show, by the way. Watch the Jetsons. Um, so what happens is um, some of the have-nots have a problem with some of the haves and uh, one of them blows up this person's building and kills the daughter of the owner of you know this android so the android goes and downloads every bit of data that she has on um, witchcraft witchcraft oh and hilarity ensues so I love that. It's a great concept. I, That's I want to see what this That's such a cool. Someone already yeah. left the top comment. Scarlet Witch and Vision had a kid. 
<laughs> and yeah, Scarlet Witch and Vision did have two children. Um, they're called Tommy and Billy. And uh, if you watch Vision, uh, uh, WandaVision, you'll you'll see it. And see here, this? take a look. Absolutely, you can you can take that it home is, and read it. That is such a cool premise for a book. Great premise. I love this so much. What's up, Shane? How are you, man? Uh, just for reference sakes, Hexware number one. All right, what you got next? All right, next up is a it's 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 one of the top two. It's uh, Dark Web number one. Dark web number one. Everyone's like, what's going on with the dark web? Well, turns out there are, um, in the Marvel comic universe, there are a couple of uh, clones of people who kind of got um, short end of the stick. There's Madeline Pryor, who was um, the clone of Jean Grey, and Ben Riley, who was the clone of Peter Parker. And they're not terribly happy with the way that their lives have turned out. So uh, they're they're pretty pissed at their uh, respective uh, uh, source material. Oh, my God. So. I've never heard of someone who'd been cloned and the previous person being called source material. Why not? That's awesome. Um, I love that. So they are. Oh, shit. Yeah, they're, they're, they're coming at them. And they're coming at them in... Um, a pretty crappy way. So, uh, yeah, they're pretty pissed. So. Damn. Yeah. Spider-Man Dark Web. Dark Web number one. Here we go. Fantastic Four number two. This is... Um, number you featured this book recently. Uh, Fantastic Four number one, mm -hmm. which was the thing, um, and he had to deal with, um, like, a ghost town. Oh, okay. Remember that? It was a ghost town. Actually, it was Groundhog's Day. Oh, that's right. The looping. That I remember that book because I was like, that's a cool story that could be adapted. Yes. Really, really awesome. This is also a very cool story. This is uh, Reed and Sue. Now, something happened with the Fantastic Four, and Reed blames himself. He should have been able to control the outcome or some such nonsense. Now, Pardon is it, me, nonsense. Is it still the Fantastic Four, or are we down a member? Uh, well, we'll see next week or next month if... Um, Johnny Storm comes back. I'm assuming he will. Okay. Because, you know, four. Fantastic four. Understood. Um, but this time around, they're in a small town where uh, Victor Von Doom has left a footprint, and they have to figure some stuff out. And what it's actually pretty cool. What does footprint of Dr. Doom look like? Uh, you're going to look like a shiny metal boot up your ass is what it looks like. So, and turns out that that's exactly what it is. And, um, yeah, read it. Pick it up and, and you'll see. Side note, what, do you, um, what, are, what are your thoughts on those Fantastic Four movies? But at, at, at most, what are, you, what are your thoughts on their Doctor Doom? Because I always liked that portrayal of the character. Even if the movies might have been like... Is Julian, okay. what's his name? Do we, do we know Something. That? Julian I, something. Yeah. Um, again, the, here's my, my problem with anybody who is um, portraying Dr. Doom or Lex Luthor or somebody who thinks they know best. They need to be really smart. You need to have somebody in there who is... Who can bring in intelligence, like an actual... An, the uber intelligence. You need somebody who is... It's like if you got somebody portraying Reed Richards, like John Krasinski. John Krasinski, did you ever see Jack Ryan? Yeah. Jack Ryan's a genius, all right? Jack Ryan is a top-level thinker. He's, you know, he's a CIA analyst. You believe Krasinski is that smart. 
<laughs> because I believe he is that smart. Uh, if you watch um, The Big Bang Theory, Sheldon Cooper. You believe he's smart. Absolutely, because I'm absolutely certain that, um, what's his name, uh, Jim Parsons is that smart. Mm-hmm. So you need somebody who can bring that to it. The only credible Lex Luthor, in my opinion. Um, you had Gene Hackman, who had Lex Luthor as a used car salesman. Yeah, I mean, I, I love the Superman movie, but that was like, that's not one of my favorite parts yes, of it. Yes, <laughs> no, it's not. Um, yeah, Lex is, you know, and, he, and he's, he's, all, he's and he's constantly. He's got hair. Well, he takes it off. He does take it off. But. Um, and you had Kevin Spacey, who, aside from being a horrible human being, yeah. um, was just, like, playing a Gene Hackman, playing Lex Luthor. So mm-hmm. it's like, holy crap, it's, he's the Xerox of Lex Luthor's. And Are you about uh, to say what I think you're going to say? Michael Rosenbaum was a thoroughly charming Lex Luthor. But I didn't for one second believe that he was a super genius. You know okay. What I mean? Yeah. No. But I. I. Because I, I think. Are you going to say what I think you're going to say though in terms of the next person who plays Lex Luthor? Because I would agree with you. Well, I'm, I was going to say that Clancy Brown was the only credible Lex Luthor. You think so? Think oh so. well, his animated. Yeah. Oh, the voice of and and he. I've seen him with no hair, and he would make a fucking great Lex Luthor. That's true. Uh, Although but, I will say, if under those guidelines that mm-hmm. you've set. I do see Jesse Eisenberg's portrayal being well. It's just he's too Weasley. Uh, I don't think that Je- Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> yeah, his voice is too high, yeah, but yeah, I could see right. I could see him being that level of smart. I, and I think I'm only seeing that because of after the social network. I'm going to say one thing, and it's this may not be popular. This may have people being like, "You're out of your fucking mind." You know who would make it great? Lex Luthor. Woody Harrelson. Think about it. Think about it for a second. He's got the acting chops. He's also incredibly bright. Whoa! And he plays dumb. Really well. He plays dumb incredibly well, but you know that that man, that motherfucker is smart Mike, I'm not going to... What? That's excellent casting. I'm telling you. I think that Woody Woody Harrelson would be... As Lex Luthor. Best Lex Luthor in the world because he's got a little bit of the arrogance... Oh yes, yeah. we saw it as uh, Tallahassee in Zombieland. Uh, but then he's really got that. Smart. He's got that twisted nature to him a little course, bit. Yeah. Where I'm thinking, I'm thinking natu- uh, natural, natural born killers. Natural yeah. born killers. He would be very fuck, and, and he's also really charming, charming, smart, and you just see him as a fucking socio and psychopath. He can be both. So. See the people agree. Good call on Woody. Yeah, that's a, I think he would that's be awesome. James Gunn, we know you yeah. listen to the show. Yeah. You know what to do. Yeah, it's yours, buddy. Yours. <laughs> um, and then someone's like Robert Downey as Lex Luthor. Nah, nah that's nah. Iron Man. Sorry, no, he's, man. Yeah, he's Iron Man. He's Iron Man. He Although go. he is, he would make a. He's got the the arrogance for it, but that's true. Yeah, but he's Iron Man. All right, Dark Crisis War Zone. Ooh, this is actually really cool. It's um. It's a bunch of. It, this is a one shot, and it's a bunch. It's an anthology series with with a bunch of uh, small vignettes, uh, where we find out now uh, a Red one... Canary. We find out about um, 
We find out about many characters. These are like just small. Red Canary? Red Canary. There's Red Canary. And uh, who's following in the footsteps of Dinah Lance. Okay. So, yeah. And it's actually pretty cool. Uh, so you said that's a one-shot, yeah. but a one-shot during a major Crossover. event that's yes. going on right yeah, now. The dark, okay. dark Crisis on Infinite Earths. All right. What we got next? Okay. This is our last one, except for I have a very special uh, shout-out. But this is Frank Miller Presents. Ooh. Frank Miller Presents uh, Pandora. This is written by Frank, uh, which is great. I thought it was really, really well done. Um, the art and colors were by Emma Kubert, who actually, we had her in here. She's the granddaughter of the great Joe Kubert and daughter of, I think, is it Andy or, or, um, or Adam Kubert? Maybe Adam. Uh, this is an artist? She's an artist. She actually went <laughs> well, to her the parents Kubert School. Her father. Her, her father, father is, I, I'm, there's Andy and Adam Kubert. They're both artists. And I, I want to say it's uh, at her, well, one of, one of the, uh, the guys, Adam or Andy, is her father, and the other one is her uncle. So that's pretty cool. So, it, I mean, that's dope. it, it family runs artists. in the family. They've yeah. got talent, these people, uh, these Kuberts. And uh, I actually went to the Cooper School. It's really cool up there. It's in Dover, New Jersey. Oh, okay. It's a beautiful, beautiful campus. And just they have one of the coolest bookstores I've ever seen. Um, so this is really, really well done. Um, and there's this young lady who gets into some trouble uh, through circumstances and just by nature. Just because she's, um, you know how there are people that trouble just finds them? Yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm one of them. Um, but this was really, really, really well done. The artwork was amazing, and uh, this this had a lot of soul. So I loved it. Speaking of uh, characters that find trouble, Pandora, Pandora, pick it up, people. I watched this uh, this movie on Netflix that I wholly recommend to anybody uh, to you as well. It's called Bullet Train, and it has <laughs> <laughs> Brad Pitt. It has Brad Pitt, uh, Brian Henry Thompson. Uh, who played Quicksilver? That's uh, Evan yeah. Peters? No, no, no. The Marvel uh, MCU Quicksilver. Oh, that dude. That dude. Yeah. Oh, that dude. In it. That, that, that dude's in uh, it, too. Wasn't it like Aaron something? Aaron Johnson? Johnson? Aaron Johnson? I, I think it's Aaron Johnson. Let's see. Aaron Johnson. Aaron Johnson. Uh, but yeah, no. Uh, hella funny movie that is just, it's like a, it's kind of a, not a murder mystery, but just like a really cool like a mystery mystery? Yeah, mystery gotcha. mystery, but okay. like just trying to figure out who put all these gotcha. top-level assassins on a train. And it actually has someone who I think could actually play a great Lex Luthor in it as well. I think Brian Henry Thompson could make a really interesting Lex Luthor. He's on Atlanta. He voiced... Uh, he also voiced, I think... Um, yeah, Miles Morales' dad in Spider-Verse. I'll okay. pull up a picture for him. But I think uh, he's got this—he's got this like serious look that I'm like I could I could see him doing it. It'd be an alternate version of Lex Luthor wow. because he's a uh, he's a man of color. But I could definitely see. I I don't see a problem with a black Lex Luthor. I don't either. But I think he could do it. I I've seen him before. Yeah. He's also in that uh, that Child's Play remake, and he's pretty funny in that. He plays a cop okay. who's piecing it together, and he's like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, that's, yeah. I I think he could play a great Lex Luthor. That's just my opinion, but we'll see. The dude from Kick-Ass, 
Oh, yeah, it is the guy. Uh, Br- Aaron Johnson is the guy who played yeah, Kick-Ass. There you go. Yeah. All right, cool. James, James McAvoy, McAvoy for Lex Luthor. No, again, too he, British. Too British? I think I think so. he's too married to be in Professor X. I think he's too fantastic at that job. Actually listen to him on um, in the audible version of Sandman. Sandman. He oh, is my also God. He's a great Sandman. He is. But then again... Netflix also has a great Sandman. I so. know, but damn, we 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 can We're have spoiled. both. We are spoiled uh, with abundances. Jason Muses, Lex Luthor, Snoogans. That's right, Kyle. <laughs> Some people just want to watch the world burn. Mike. Yeah, no, seriously. And other people just want to watch the cinema burn. So, uh, so this came out. Ooh, what's this? This week, Quick Stops number two. Oh, I love that cover. This is uh, the Shogrin cover. I'm showing the yeah, the Shogrin cover. Uh, we also have a Phil Hester cover and a Jeff Quigley cover. That's our Secret Stash exclusive. Uh, and Phil Hester does the um, the interiors. And this actually, um, this is really cool. It talks about Cousin Walter. And it talks about um, how he died. <laughs> and it also talks about what happened and oh, it's God. it's actually kind of funny because there was if you listen to um uh highland peepholes uh kevin's podcast that he does with uh brian johnson and wolf flanagan and anybody who lived down in highlands back in the day um they kevin tells a story about after uh batman uh tim burton's batman he went out uh, and dressed sort of like in this trench coat, and they wanted to, you know, solve crimes. Oh, in <laughs> in Leonardo, and you know, in out of all the islands. things Kevin's turned into a show, I'm like, w- can we have that? That would be awesome. That's, that's well, hilarious. It's, it's in a comic book. That's now, true, so, but <laughs> it's it's like a fucked up little rascals. I love it. Is. It. I, it is. It's that's exactly what it is. Uh, it's the little rascals in Highlands because there's absolutely the only crime in Highlands is. You know, um, it's the shit that, you know, that happens on cops. So, um, sure. but oh, it's, and it's so funny because he, he talks about how, you know, he was up on like the roof of, and how the, I have no idea how fucking Kevin got up on the roof of the pharmacy, but you know, he did, <laughs> he did. And, um, but this takes it like two steps further and it's much funnier. Okay. That's it. Well, I mean, Kevin's, um, story about that was very funny. Yeah. And, but uh, it takes it to an extreme yeah, where it's it like it only the movies can make this incredible happen. Or comics. Or, or comics. Or comics. Um, um, more so comics, actually. Yeah. First time I heard that story was um, at Car- we we did uh, for Comic Book Men. We we were at Caroline's Comedy Club, which is closing after thirty years. I read that story, which is very sad. Um, Crazy but, coincidence. Yeah, but I and I, it's so weird. I I think about all this shit. Like I played the Beacon. I played Caroline's Comedy Club. Holy shit. It's like, wow, that's fucked up. Wow. Yeah, the things that happen when you work for Kevin Smith, it's insane. I can attest to that. Yes. It's kind of crazy. Um, you end so, up in a lodging music that's video. That's true. And, uh, well, we've got time for uh, one more thing that I wanted to talk about. 
two things. One thing that I, I need to address, because it's in the comments. Shane says, I need these, Christian. Shane and anybody who's asked me before, because they've asked me, a couple of people have, I'm not responsible for holding on to books. I'm literally like here to do the show, guys. So if you have books that you really want as part of your collection and you want people to hold on to them, the best way to do that is to call the Secret Stash or get in touch with Mike. I, I, I or... Or go or. on to secretstashstuff.com and order it. Get on, we, we have a subscription service and you get, um, you get a sweet deal. Um, for 30 bucks a month, you get all three covers. One of them signed by Kevin, the Secret Stash exclusive signed by Kevin. And that alone in, in store goes for 25 bucks. Mm -hmm. So that pays for everything. Free shipping, 30 bucks per month. It's a pretty good deal. Yeah, you make a uh, commitment for the eight issues, but you're going to get eight issues. Eight issues. Actually, you're going to get more than eight. You're going to get uh, eight times three, which is 24. You're going to get 24 issues. One of them, you're using that schoolhouse rock knowledge. I know. Holy crap. I, three <laughs> is a magic, magic number. number. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, but yeah, is. go on uh, Secret Stash Stuff. And uh, to everyone who's already done that, thank you so much. Join our subscription service. We appreciate it. And all your stuff went out yesterday, so it should be in the mail either today or tomorrow. Excellent. Damn. And then uh, someone wanted to know the important question. When does Sarah's cover drop? Uh, that that drops in January. So Sarah, Sarah Bellicose has cover for, and that's Masquerades number four. So Masquerades number four will drop in January. January. So there you go. Another thing you want to talk about? Uh, I forget. Um, Damn it! I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. It just that seemed important because some people had reached out, and I was gotcha. like, I can't no, really. Perfect. No, the one thing I did want to talk about is uh, New York City is trying to get a rat czar. They're trying to hire a rat czar. I nominate myself Holy as tribute. Crap. It's and. You know, this is not an inconsequential job. It pays $125,000 a year. What? Yeah, $125,000 a year, and you're on the front line of killing those wascally wodents. Guys, so we're starting a campaign. <laughs> Christian for rat czar. Hashtag oh Christian for rat czar. Doesn't that sound like a really, really horrible beginning for a uh, supervillain's origin it does and I'm, it's not going to be for me because i'm going to win the election all right uh i will gladly be the the rat czar of new york city for 125 you're going to be so you will command your legions of rats 100 percent. i'll make all it right. like i'll make like them do like the nutcracker and shit it'll be all great and i want to see that that'd be awesome yeah no it'll be, it'll be a whole thing man we'll we'll put on a show at smile castle i'll i'll ride in on the rats it'll be fucking great uh, all right, cool. Uh, well, they'll be like, I'll make sure they're all good beforehand. So, uh, or not rabid? Or not rabid. Good deal. All right, cool. Mess with the rat, you're going to have to deal with his teenage turtle sons. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay, that's true. That will not happen. All right, yeah, Ashley's making sure that you stick in this mod castle. Ashley, don't ruin this dream for me, know. damn it. I Come on. Don't do this yeah, to she's me. She's just shitting all over your dream, Christian. I see how it is. Not at Spodcast. No, I I will forever be, I will forever be with Spodcast. You'll be the. I love that job. The hunchback of. You, you'll be Ernie's Igor. I already am. I told him that. All right, cool. I was kind of see, when they were making the graphics at the old Spodcast, I was kind of happy 
but surprised that there wasn't one of me as as a, as a as an Igor following Ernie on a fucking night like that while he was a knight. I'm so glad that uh, that would be so. Nate, I can, Nate I actually, didn't draw that. Oh, son of a bitch! I can see Chris McDonald drawing that where like you with the hunchback. Uh, with a rope around your neck and Ernie, um, like, in his robes. Let's be careful like, there. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I'm not challenging you or anything, Chris. I want to see that. Cue <laughs> Chris McDonald. Yeah. He's going to show up right as yeah. the show ends. <laughs> Give me a flamethrower and get out of my way. Cracker rat, burn a rat. Jesus, Ed. Hey, kids, that will not happen. Thank you, Andrew. All right, people love you Raja. at the Smod Castle. So. I do love being there, too. Okay. So I think uh, I will have to suspend my campaign for right. Ratzar. Who would you want to be Ratzar? Me, but I suspend well, my campaign. Well, you, besides you, if you can't um, be you. Okay, who would I pick as Ratzar? I don't know. Who would you pick? Uh, I don't know. Trump? <laughs> no. I don't want to get political, but... No, I, I think... Nah, he'd probably lie about killing the rats. It seems like a cool job. Yeah. Uh, Command an army of rats. Well, I don't know if he's going to be commanding the army of rats. He's going to be killing a lot of them. I know. Chris Chrissy. Nah. Uh, No, I didn't say eating. I said killing. Uh, Maybe Cuomo. 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 Andrew Cuomo gets uh, elected rat catcher. That'd be good. That's actually disgusting. Yeah. (coughs) Right, the Hunchback cool. of Quick Stop. Yeah, I, I want to see that. Yes, Come master. on, McDonald. That'd be awful. <laughs> awful. All right, let's get the hell out of here because I have to open up this shop. Yeah, and I got to get to a podcast. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Live from the Secret Stash. As always, please watch the show every week. I love talking with you people. I love hanging out. love hanging out with Mike, but I would do that even if I wasn't Damn doing straight. this show. Uh, Mike. Always a pleasure. Pleasure's all mine. On behalf of Julia Zapsik, the lovely Julia Zapsik and myself, thank you for tuning in, and we will be live next week. We're going to do a pre-record, and then we're not uh, back until after the new, the new year. So enjoy us while you can. All right. Adios, guys. Hey, kids, we're live at the secret stash with Mike, Julia, and Christian. It's a hell of a Tune in and check out the podcast. We got the nerd button on repeat. This has been a Smodco Internet Production. Sip only at smodcast.com.